Hello, everybody, and welcome to B Squared C, a podcast celebrating the stories of women of color in the corporate world. I am your host, Nancy, and I hope everyone is safe and sane wherever you're listening to this from. So last week, you met one of uh, my favorite people in the world. Okay, everyone I interview is one of my favorite people because, you know, that's just like the kind of company I keep. But Anya Kema Umo is just living life on her terms, man. She finished MBA and then the opportunity she was going to kickstart her career within fashion and technology was cancelled by COVID-19. And she did not let that, you know, put her down. She went out networking in her industry and she even found a job during the pandemic, but she quit it because it wasn't for her. Anya Kimi takes more risk than the average woman of color out there because she believes in what she calls a life hacking, which is just really challenging the status quo or the ways in which life has been determined that to do certain things. She's not afraid to walk away from opportunities that do not serve her goals, even with no safety net. And she valiantly believes that whatever she tries, she will succeed at it. That kind of confidence is awe-inspiring and rare, especially with people of color. And she had me thinking about my own relationship to taking risk with my life choices or career choices and how that has actually evolved over the years. So today, I want to share with you my journey on this topic. Let's get into it. Anya Kemis' risk-taking behavior was, yeah, nothing short of just shocking to me because I don't think I would have made the kind of most that she did this year. I mean, my girl found a job and quit it during a pandemic. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> we talked about this um, a lot, about the reasons why she did this. And one of the core parts of what she believes in is something about choices. Anya Kemi insists that we all have choices, even though we do not always think we do. For her, it's a matter of perception rather than reality. And it got me thinking, how is this played out in my own life? So I must say, on reflection, I am a recovering, played, safe person. I think earlier in my life, I used to strongly believe that options and choices are a privilege that someone like me is not afforded. And I realized this mentality comes from two places in my life. One of them is being raised in African culture with a script ready-made for what you are going to do with your life. This script was heavily colored by perceptions from, I guess, colonial times, where to be called a success, you had to have an adult life ordained by, you know, formal institutions like schools and you have to work for a big company. So things that have names and, and prestige. I also remember the idea of becoming what we call in my language, Murungu, which means a white person. So success was having what white people have um being part of their institutions and the things that had they have put their stamp of approval on. And I'm also a woman, so my success path was even more prescribed. 
that's one source of uh, this phenomenon for me. The second one is, or it came a little later on, it's being an immigrant and a person of color who does not come from privilege, economic or political. This circumstance also further programmed me to play it safe because, well, taking on risk is risking failure and failure for someone like me um, has a lot of uh, hit. There's always a lot at stake and we will talk about that a little later. My point for now is that for a long time, I don't think I actually had choices, let alone made them. For instance, people sometimes ask me how I chose my undergraduate university, University of Chicago, and I always tell them I didn't. It was an incredible opportunity that came my way, you know, coming from a family with no means and a country that everyone is trying to escape. When something like that comes, you do not have a discussion about whether you're going to take it or not. You just do. And throughout college, I remember failure not being an option at all. My advisor would be so confused how I was so stressed out when I got a B on a test. At the time, I had medical school dreams, and I knew to make it at all as a foreigner into American medical schools, it would take a lot. That was the other thing. My options during this uh, adult part of my life have always been so narrow. It was the same in business school when I was recruiting because I needed visa sponsorship for my chosen industry of healthcare. There would be up to 30 companies at, uh, you know, campus recruiting or who came to recruit us and I could legitimately talk to only four of them. My current company was one of them. So um, I guess something did work out. But I look back and I think that my life for the longest time has been a series of decisions that were more about survival, like doing what I needed to do to get to the next step. And I've never thought of them as any of, um, I've never thought of them as like my own moves or as personal choices, like at all. Now, I went looking for content by people of color about taking risk uh, this past week since I, you know, talked to Annie Keme, and I could not actually find any. Almost any TED talk touching this issue was by yet another white person, likely a man, and it was not surprising to me. It is because as people of color, we rarely do this thing of taking risk. In her TED talk, The Risks of Failure Are Not Equally Distributed, Kimberly Bryant, the founder of Black Girls Code, talks about why that is. The people who freely talk about risk and failure and encourage it actually have room and privilege to do so or a safety net that they can fall back on if, you know, they fail. As a person of color, this is not the case at all most of the time. The margin of error in life that I have always had, that most of us have, is super thin. Kimberly talks about how one failure can be the end of a journey for black girls, and this failure may not just be a personal one. 
it would be a failure of the whole race and in the corporate world when there is just you know so few of us already it's like you're one and out right because we are never afforded individuality if you take a risk and it does not pay off the price you pay for it is so high the stakes are just that much higher when you are a person who does not have the privilege of a safety net it is Kimberly's motivation um this idea i guess is Kimberly's motivation to create black girls code a space for black girls to learn and fail and get better to become the software engineers of their dreams i'm going to put this ted talk in the show notes so you can check it out as well so for a long time right i walked the straight and narrow on my life and career decisions i was following the script go to college accelerate graduate go to graduate school i got a job at a prestigious company and the plan was to climb the ladder in that company and so forth i even think about how you know i was so focused on this script on this very safe script that i did not utilize the resources at my school you know for entrepreneurship which i am now um because i just like never saw it as an option for me i walked the straight and narrow until this plan fell apart You remember how I got kicked out of America and had to start over elsewhere? Well, if you don't, go over to episode 7 of this podcast and um hear my story then. I also have it in the show notes for you. Now, here are my biggest lessons on this journey. There's a podcast that has fast become a favorite of mine and it's called The Brown Print by Carrie Champion. The premise of that podcast is that when we show up in the world as black and brown people we're told there's a blueprint for success and if you follow it you have a shot at say the American dream. However, we've since learned that this is not what it's like for everybody, especially for people of color. It takes so much more to achieve even a fraction of the success that, you know, other people who are from privileged circumstances have. And it takes creativity and sometimes confidence to hack life like Anya Kame. Now, this podcast is Yeah, it's super super insightful. Um interviews by, you know, interviews with Jamal Hill, Bosma St. John like powerful names in whatever industry um is out there so you should definitely have a listen to it. I'll put it in the show notes for you guys to check out as well. What has happened is that my risk taking with my life decisions and career decisions has evolved since I got thrown into the deep end of this thing called life. And funny enough this is what it took for me to realize that I too can color outside of the lines of conventional success. I got more confident to go after my dreams and to even dream new ones. See I lost the American dream but I'm now on the Nancy dream. And the Nancy dream is not just about CEOing a Fortune 500 company, but it is also about pursuing creative endeavors like B squared C um and spaces for people of color like the coaching that I do with Africans and generally living my best damn life. This is my message for you today. Black and brown people, 
Dreaming is for you too. Aspiring to head up Fortune 500 companies is for you too. Entrepreneurship is for you too. I work to create spaces where this is possible for us. And I hope the next generation of black and brown kids never have to doubt that any of these things are for them too, because we would have proven all of this ahead of them. That's it for me this week. Thanks to my guest, um, Anya Kame, who inspired these thoughts that I shared with you today. Now, I would love to hear, you know, your own stories and your own relationship with risk. Um, come to the Biscuit C Instagram and LinkedIn page or DM me with your stories. And if you like what you heard, go ahead and give this podcast five stars wherever you're listening to it from and share it with your network. Lastly, you can make a small donation to keep this podcast going by buying me a coffee. Um, you find the link in the show notes. I'll be back next week with another interview with a badass woman of color in the corporate world. Until then, I am your host, Nancy. Be safe, be empowered, and stay inspired. <laughs> <laughs>